This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. We have assembled the world's finest sports and trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports. Hello everyone and welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Sports trivia for those of us who rode the pine. Today's game will be pitting the Benchwarmer team of Eric and myself, Josh, versus Benchwarmer Marcus and returning player and assistant coach to our Patreon team, Trevor Hogue. And today's game was written by and will be hosted by newcomer Hugh Gitlin. Uh, Hugh, why don't you take a minute, let us know where you're from, what teams you root for, and anything else you'd like to share. Well, I'm uh, from Egan, Minnesota. I'm up here in Mendota Heights right now, so I'm one town up. Uh, I root for anything Minnesota and uh, and have a soft spot for the Arizona Cardinals and Diamondbacks uh, for my nephews down in Phoenix. All right. And Trevor, why don't you take a minute, remind us about yourself. Sure. So I currently live in Kansas City, Missouri. Um, I'm originally from Wisconsin, just outside Milwaukee. So diehard Wisconsin sports fan. Uh, recently started a Wisconsin sports history podcast and have been reliving and reminiscing about so many mediocre years of Brewers baseball and Bucks basketball. So it's been a lot of fun. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm excited to be back. This is uh, my second time playing uh, one time as a host. So don't know if I'll be any better, but we'll see. Looking forward to it. And real quick, Trevor, what's the name of your podcast? Sure. It's called the Wisconsin way back. We're just going way back into Wisconsin sports. Uh, it's all, it's my brothers and I, and we're all under the age of 28. I'm the oldest. So our knowledge pre two thousand is not great, so I don't know. I don't know how way back it is, uh, <laughs> but it's, a, it's kind of back. It's Wisconsin, Wisconsin, kind of back. Yeah, <laughs> Wisconsin, sort of, kind of. Hey, it's way back in this millennia. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome to the bench, gentlemen. Uh, Marcus, how you doing? And let us know what your and Trevor's team name is going to be. Um, I'm doing okay uh seattle area is just getting pounded by snow a whole like six inches where i'm at Uh, some areas around we got a whole foot um i'm excited to have trevor as a as a as a a teammate here but uh i do have some uh i'm a little angry You, you were talking about like the 2005 brewers before we got on here and I, I'm not happy about Jeff Cirillo still to this day. I'm, uh, what do you have against Jeff Cirillo? That we paid him a bunch of money to yes, come he here did. and he was yes, a he bum. Yes, he did. So <laughs> anyways, <laughs> but I, I, should, I could do a whole podcast just on the last 20 years of no playoffs for the Mariners. So I can't talk. So anyways, uh, so because uh, our beloved, well, because J.J. Watt was released uh, yesterday, and uh, Trevor and I, both of our teams, would love to, uh, you know, have him on board. We are going to be Watt sweepstakes. All right. Um, I'll let Eric go last. Um, I'm doing pretty good. Just, uh, you know, it's really cold. You know, we're long stretch of negative degree weather. Got to love that. So here it's too cold to snow, so we won't even get uh, five or six inches anytime soon. Um, but uh, apparently I didn't realize that. Uh, Washington um, is in the south because they don't know how to deal with a uh, half a foot of snow. So crazy that it's that's crazy. news to me. I thought they were in the north, but apparently they're right somewhere between New Mexico and Arizona. I guess. Um, yeah, 
Yeah, uh, I got nothing else. So, Eric, uh, let us know how you're doing and share what our team name is going to be. So I, I sent this to you guys yesterday. I got um, I bought some sneakers. My wife yells at me because I have too many shoes and sneakers. Um, so I, I don't I only buy them. It's not like I buy a lot of them. It's just if I see a pair of sneakers that speaks to me, I get them immediately. So I was browsing and I was on the Adidas website and they had these amazing Damian Lillard sneakers that are like a tribute to Ric Flair. And I did not hesitate to buy them. Um, they were purchased immediately. They, they told me about 14 days to be delivered. They came in four. So it was meant to be. Um, but yeah, so I, I'm really excited about my sneakers. I got to wear them out today. We walked outside for a little bit. So it was it was nice. Um, but that's all I got going on with my life right now is just a new pair of sneakers. Um, I'm not going to mention, you know, kids or anything. Well, before you get to our team name, I just want to know, when are you getting the matching gold trunks and a robe that uh, from the Ric Flair collection? I've searched. So, I mean, I've, I'm getting the championship belt first, I think. So then we'll, we'll, right. we'll, we'll work on the rest of it. From all there. right. Sounds good. So our team name today. Um, since I'm teaming with Josh um, and I'm going to have a kid in probably less than a month um, and everybody loves the Cleveland Browns. Um, our team names today is going to be Josh and Cribs. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So we've got uh, Watt sweepstakes against Josh and Cribs. Uh, let's kick it over to Dan for the rules. We will be starting off with the tailgate to warm up the teams. This will be followed by four quarters of play, each with a different trivia style. The styles of quarters one through three will change from show to show, and I will explain them as we go along. Like any good sporting event, we will have a halftime show after the second quarter with entertainment questions pertaining to sports. And in the fourth quarter, our teams will wager from the points they've accumulated to see who are today's clipboard captains to be honored like the true bench warmers they are. All right. Let's get this game underway. It's, I'm shocked he could do that. He's been on vacation for the last week, but he still has time to you know, chime in and give us the rules. It's great. I mean, even from even from Disney, he just is, <laughs> he's there for us. I think he was on the teacups while he was recording that. <laughs> All right. It is time for the tailgate, consisting of three warm-up questions worth 10 points each. So, Hugh, I'm handing it over to you. Thanks. Uh, this week's tail this game's tailgate is all about trickeration. Got three questions about trick plays. First question: Who was the victim of the double play decoy by Chuck Knobloch and Greg Gagne in the eighth inning of Game Seven of the 1991 World Series, slowing down, approaching second base, and not scoring on Terry Pendleton's hit to the gap? Oh, Hugh, you're going to make me look bad if I don't uh, come up with the right answer. I like that last name you sent. Yeah. All right. We can check in. Okay. Uh, Josh Cribbs has checked in. You can talk it out. Uh, lots be tweaked. Sweet stakes. Easier for me to say. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk it out. Yeah. Ooh. Lots to talk about here. So uh, we, we were initially just trying to figure out who played the 91 World Series. Um, and my my brain is saying uh, Braves. I just I associate that twin series with playing the Braves. Um, Great. Yeah. And uh, now we're just neat, trying to meet people that were on the team. Yeah. And uh, he said, Dale Murphy, I believe in the question, he said that Terry Pendleton hit it. Yeah. He was when he hit the ball in the play. Yep. I'm, um, I'm just trying to think of, I don't know that team. I, w I know them a few, a few years later, but yeah, yeah, yeah. If we're talking about the mid nineties Braves, we can 
have a better discussion. Um, I'm good. I'm good with the f- first name. You said Dale Murphy first, and I was like, yeah, sure, that's fine. I can't say with certainty he was on that team, but <laughs> so you want to check in with Dale Murphy. Yeah, let's check in with that. Josh and Cribs. I almost brought us down the wrong road initially. Um, I initially sent over Ron Gant to uh, Eric. And then I realized, no, no, he was the one that got pulled off first base by Herbeck. I don't recall him being involved in any other uh, trickery. Um, so then after I got thinking about the other players on the, the team, um, Lonnie Smith, I do believe, is the one who uh, who got tricked and uh, got held up because of that. So we're checking in with Lonnie Smith. And one team will be getting points on that one. The answer is Lonnie Smith. Question two. In 2014, the Rams set up a return with Tavon Austin to the left side, but the ball went to the right side to Stedman Bailey, who returned the kick 89 yards untouched for a touchdown. Which team was victimized by this trickeration? Josh, I think we can check in. Okay. Josh and Cribs has checked in. Watch Sweet Stakes. You can talk it out. Marcus, if they can get a, if they can get a question about, uh, about the twins this one's more up your alley i think <laughs> yeah i was i didn't want to check in immediately to maybe hope that they were <laughs> gonna get it that's why i was kind of pausing because oh. i was like uh, you said it, as soon as you said Tavon austin and caught a, a punt i was like oh he's gonna talk about the throwback across the field or uh or, excuse me not the throwback but uh yeah it's the whole setup the return on one side while the other guy tracks the ball yeah it was awful yeah uh so we're checking in with the seahawks we're gonna check in with the uh, seattle seahawks also both teams are getting points on this one it is the seattle seahawks um youtube staple Ugh. when you want to have a good laugh except for market <laughs> terrible 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 they they do that I mean, it hasn't happened the last couple of years, but before that, there was probably a string of like of, of like probably six or eight times that they get the Seahawks on a special teams play. How how does that happen though? Something like that, where you don't even follow the where the ball is going. Don't you know? Don't you know which side your the punter is trying? That's 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 always been my big gripe. Is that? And I mean, you know, these are world class athletes, but. Usually, if you're a gunner, once you beat those guys, you're trying to track the ball. But I guess a lot of those guys just use the returner as a focal point. And I would never, I don't never trust a returner. Ever. I mean, if you're <laughs> kicking to a side, don't you know that before the punter punts? Well, yeah, but he could also shank it. <laughs> yeah. So I would say your punter's not great. It's you go anywhere. I mean, John Ryan was pretty good, but. <laughs> and you can't trust the blockers either. Yeah. Question three. This play is now illegal, but who scored a touchdown in the 1984 Orange Bowl on the Fumble Ruski? He ended up being the number two overall pick in the 1984 draft. We're going to check in. Watt Sweetstakes has checked in. That means Josh and Cribs, you can talk it out. Yeah, sure we can. Yep. So 84, Fryer went one okay. um, from Nebraska. And the second guy was also from Nebraska, went to the Oilers. Uh, uh, he's a lineman. I can't. I Carl Banks went third. Does that help? No, no, uh, not really. We're, we're kind of needing the, uh, the, the white stuff in the middle of an Oreo here, here. You, you yeah, give so, me the cookies. I, we, <laughs> what fits in between? It wasn't a good draft. Does that help? Um, 
Jeez. Uh, it, I don't know. I couldn't tell you any lineman probably ever from Nebraska personally. So if you don't have it, it's, you know, what? I, I, I have his first name, but it's not going to get us. It's Dean something. Dean. Dean. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I'm sure it's, it's Dean something. It's a, it's a longer last name. So let's check in with Dean Kane. Dean Kane. He played in the, in the NFL for a minute, right? And watch sweepstakes. Um, I, I, I had a, I knew this was a lineman, but I just knew that I, that it wasn't in there. Uh, so I just went with, uh, the high or I just went with Mike Rozier because I couldn't think of a, of a, of a lineman for that 80, that 80, that team. So we checked in with Mike Rozier. Okay. No team's getting points with that one. Dean, you were good with Dean. It was Dean Steinkuler. And, uh, don't be sad because, uh, because Matt's wife didn't get that one either, and she's Miss Nebraska, Mrs. Nebraska football. So, hold on, you got to wait for it. Who? <laughs> That's the first time I've ever heard that name. <laughs> I've I've heard it. He won the Outland that year. He won. I mean, he was the number two overall pick. So, heading into the first quarter, uh, we have a score of Watt sweepstakes with ten. They are on the board, and Josh and Cribs with 20. Before we get to the first quarter, we wanted to let you know that we are on Patreon if you'd be interested in supporting us financially. Your contributions will be used to help us cover the costs that it takes to bring you the high-quality sports trivia you have come to expect from us. There's also some great perks that come with the Patreon membership to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, including bonus episodes and Benchwarmers swag. You can find us at patreon.com slash benchwarmersTP. Thanks. First quarter, pre and post game. Pre and post game. For this quarter, there will be five before and after style questions. For example, if I said, what all-time leader in receptions for the Indianapolis Colts was a Notre Dame safety drafted by the Minnesota Vikings? The answer would be Marvin Harrison Smith. Each question is worth 20 points. Question one. This guard led his team to the 1997 Final Four before embarking on a 13-year career with six teams and also passed for 32,224 yards and 255 touchdowns for the Eagles and the football team. Okay, we're checking in. Okay, Watts has checked in. Josh and Cribs, talk it out. All right. Quarterback's got to be Sonny Jurgensen with those two teams and that those stats, right? That sounds good. Um, I was just trying to think of quarterbacks who only played for those two teams. He's the only one I can think of. Um, okay, so Sonny Jurgensen, which means – that could work with any kind of name, last name ending in son. So, so 97 final four. Yes. 97 championship was Arizona, Kentucky. And I spacing on who was before that. Didn't um, Minnesota make it around there? Yes. Um, Did they have anybody? Oh, Bobby Jackson. He easily could have been on, on six teams. All right, let's go with it. And, you know, he was a Minnesota guy, so. I like it. 
So we're going to go with uh, Bobby Jack Sonny Jurgensen. Watt sweepstakes. Is there a bit of a Minnesota theme going on so far? <laughs> uh, I'm sensing yeah. something. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, we, uh, we checked in. Well, Marcus checked us in. Uh, well, yeah. It, so Eric, a while ago, taught, he got that crazy boxing uh, answer. Uh, I can't remember what episode that was. Where you talked about a magazine that you had. I had the 97 final four preview magazine and so i put in the chat i put north carolina arizona minnesota and i go i can't remember the last team and then as soon as i thought of minnesota i was like they had the point oh i was like oh gosh that's bobby jackson <laughs> so we all yeah so we checked in with bobby jack sunny jurgensen and both teams getting points on that one it is bobby jack sunny jurgensen he was good on that team that apparently didn't win any games. The, the, yeah, the, that Owen 30-some team. Uh, <laughs> Question two. This guard from Wyoming was the WAC Player of the Year in 1987 and earned a ring with the Detroit Pistons in 1989 and also won 334 games in 27 years as a college football head coach. I don't think the years line up. Oh yeah, he would have been after that. This that's later. Ignore that. I'm an idiot. <laughs> All right, we're checked in. <laughs> okay, Josh Cribbs is checked in. Watch sweet sticks. Talk it out. Yeah, this is so agonizing. Great. <laughs> A lot of our discussion has just been trying. I've been thinking of coaches, long tenured coaches, right? Twenty seven each. Twenty seven years. Um, yeah, that's like, that's the thing that's making me crazy is that, I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, with one school and all that. And that's why, that's why Mac Brown jumped to my head. But again, I just, what's killing me is the 89 Pistons. Cause I can name a lot of players on the 89 Pistons. Uh, I don't know it. I don't, I don't know it from either angle. Yeah, I, I've just been. I was. My thought has been. I mean, I'm I'm a Big Ten guy. Yeah, and I just know there's a lot of coaches that coached for a long time in the Big Ten, but there's a lot of them. Since we're not going to get there, let's uh, let me uh, let's go with um, one of my favorite players in the WNBA. Let's go with Jewel Lloyd Carr. Josh and Cribs, what do you have? I I I know that right outside the top ten is where this coach falls in all time wins. Um, and right outside there, there's like Lou Holtz. Um, Lou Holtz, you mean? Yes. Uh, Hayden, Hayden Fry, Mac Brown's around there. Um, but it, it just Bo Schembechler seems to work with everything. It's easier to line that up with a lot of others. So I, we went with Bo Schembechler for the coach. And the Pistons player, only reason I had the last name is because of pre and post game research through, the, through trying to find players' names that would work. Couldn't remember the first name because I didn't just I didn't think this player was anybody anybody would know. So we just went with Dean Denbo Shepmichler. Well, you're close. The answer is Fennis Dembo Shepmichler. And uh Fennis Dembo had one of these bodies. I mean, he was like this thick thing that would that could dominate the Mac, and he was the fortieth choice overall by the by the Pistons that year. Wait for it. <laughs> who <laughs> why well, I, I deserve that one i deserve that one <laughs> that's a deep cut yeah trevor brought up bo Schembechler, and i just couldn't make anything bo work 
Um, number three, this forward was the first of only three players to play a game in the NHL while being in the Hall of Fame and had the series-winning home run in the 2019 World Series. All right, we're going to check in. Okay, Josh and Cribs has checked in. Watch sweepstakes. Talk it out. That's all. That's all you. I I I knew who hit the home run, but thank you for yeah. That's awesome. Great. Go cool. Go for it. All right. Uh, so <laughs> went at it from the 2019 Nationals angle. Howie Kendrick, first name that came to mind. NHL uh, with that would be Gordy Howe. So went with Gordy Howie Kendrick. Josh and Cribs. I came about it kind of the same way. I was like, hey, that was Howie Kendrick who hit that home run. And I was like, well, it's got to be Gordy Howe. And as soon as I sent it to Eric, he was like, oh, yeah, 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 that's it. Why Why? Why did everybody go from the, the baseball end when Gordy Howe is just Mr. Hockey? No one, no? Or... You had Gordy Howe first? Yes! <laughs> Gordy Howe played for 800 years. That is true. Both teams are getting their points on this one. It is Gordy Howe, Kendrick. The other two players to come back after being in the Hall of Fame, Guy Lafleur and Mario Lemieux. Number four, this forward was a six-time defensive all-teamer and two-time sixth man of the year and won 20 PGA tournaments and three majors. All right, we're checked in. Josh and Cribs has checked in. Watch sweepstakes. Talk it out. Okay, so you're trying to attack it from this golf angle. I'd like to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to attack it from the NBA angle. So, multiple time sixth man of the year. Well, two time. That's that multiple time sixth man of the year stuck out to me. Yes. So, like, I can name multiple time winners, but just none of the names that like Lou Williams is not correct. Jamal Crawford's right. not correct. Right. Right. Um, I mean, Andre Andre Iguodala comes to mind, like that type of a player, but I don't think he's won sixth man of the year twice. Unless Andre is a first name that leads you to a golfer that fits the criteria. No, no. Um, I've only I've 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 made one pre and post game in my mind right now, but it's Charles Barkley Trevino. Nice. What about Detlef Shrimp? Shrimp? Ooh. I know he's a multiple time sixth man of the year and he was a good defender, but Detlef Shrimp Phil Mickelson. <laughs> I I don't think I'm gonna get there honestly. Uh, so we can lo- we can check that in for sure though. Yeah, let's let's just go for it. We're checking in with Detlef Shrimp Mil- Phil Mickelson. <laughs> Josh and Cribs. It's it's first time ever two time six man of the year uh, is Kevin McHale. Ah, uh, it's 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 Kevin McHale Irwin. One team is getting points with that. It is Kevin McHale Irwin. Shrimp did win it twice. So he is a forward who did yeah. win it twice. There's only been two or three guys who've won it twice. Three. Who's the third guy? I'm very familiar with this list. It's Mikhail Shrimp and uh Ricky Pierce. Ricky Pierce. Yeah, because Crawford and Williams have won it three times. Three times. Yeah, yeah. I I just didn't think Shrimp made it uh six times on the defensive team. Question five. This goalie had one of the most horrific injuries when Steve Tuttle cut his neck. And also played basketball for barnstorming teams in the early 20s, but was better known for his career as a shoe creator and sales. We can check in. Yep. Josh and Cribs have to check in. I don't know where to start. Chuck Taylor? I don't know. <laughs> I have, I've heard of this, this injury. 
but oh, I've tell heard you. of it. Won't yeah, watch couldn't, it. Couldn't, couldn't tell no. you more. Mm-mm. Nope. Will not watch it. Heard of it. Said no thanks. I know Keith Kachuk, but I know he's not a he's not a <laughs> he's not a goalie. Uh, I don't know. Is, aren't there aren't there multiple Russian last names that end in Chuck? <laughs> yeah, there are. Koval Chuck. Uh, Vander Chuck. Yeah, one of those. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't know. We'll say Ilya Koval Chuck Taylor. Cash and Cribs. Uh, so this goalie was actually, I believe, he's on the Sabers when this happened. Um, and it's it, common knowledge when you live in Buffalo. It's a uh, Clint Marlar Chuck Taylor. And one team is getting points. The answer is Clint Millar Chuck Taylor. At the end of the first quarter. Uh, yeah, we have uh, the following scores. Uh, Josh and Cribs are at 100, and Watt Sweepstakes is halfway there at 50. Mm-hmm. Second quarter is the missing link. The missing link. This quarter will consist of five questions with theme-linked answers. The teams will attempt to answer the questions and guess the theme. Each question is worth 20 points. If a team checks in first via chat to the host with the correct theme before the fifth question, they will earn 100 points. The other team can still earn 50 points with the correct theme guess. If neither team has checked in with the correct theme before the fifth question, each team can earn 50 points with the correct answer to the theme after the fifth question. Okay, question one. This linebacker holds the record for the longest interception return in the Super Bowl. We can, we can check in. Okay, Watt Sweepstakes has checked in. Josh, Josh and Crib, you may talk it out. Terrorson, right? Yeah, I, I couldn't remember his name. That's why I said... Steeler. Yeah. Right before the half, picked off Warner all yeah. the way to the end zone. Yeah. Um, so James Harrison, we'll check in. Uh Josh Cribbs has checked in with James Harrison. Watch sweepstakes. We checked in with the same James Harrison. Both teams will be getting points. The answer is James Harrison, and it was a hundred yards. Yeah, because of Antrail Roll. It's a it's Antrail Roll's fault. You want to talk about Russell Wilson throwing a pick at the goal line as the worst play in NFL history? It's Antrail Roll literally being on the field and preventing Larry Fitzgerald from tackling James Harrison. Watch the play. He gets in the way and and Fitzgerald has to run like through the sideline to try and get there and he gets there too late. What question two? Oh, first answer is James Harrison. Question two, three year starter at Akron. He was drafted in the third round in 1997. He wanted to record 135 and a half sacks in his 15-year career, and he's also the career TD leader for de- defensive linemen with nine. Okay. I trust All right. you. All right, we're checked in. Uh, Josh and Cribs is checked in. Watt sweepstakes. You may talk it out. Okay. Um, that's a long time to play, so he was playing until – what, 2011, 2012? Yeah, 2011, 2012, something like that. It's a lot okay. of sacks. It's a lot. Small school. Nine touchdowns is, is yeah. insane. Um, I'm just gonna... Do you have oh. any, any names? Ooh, is this Jason Taylor? Jason Taylor? What? Say more. Uh, Jason Taylor, Miami. Uh, you know, bald, tan, beautiful man. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just wondering uh, what, what kind of got you there. Oh, um... I'm pretty sure he went to a small school and I just 
when I think of defensive lineman scoring, mm-hmm. I think of Jason Taylor. Yeah. I, I, I think, so that, I think that, he went to Akron and the timeline kind of the, the time, the timeline fits. Yeah. Do you want to check I, in with go, Jason Taylor? Go, yeah, go for it. Okay. Well, we're checking in with Jason Taylor. Watt sweepstakes has checked in with Jason Taylor, Josh and Cribs. No. Yeah. It's, I, I know that um, Jason Taylor went to Akron um, and that sack number is way too high for anybody else from Akron. Uh, so we went, we went with Jason Taylor. Both teams will be getting points. Uh, Jason Taylor, he was on the Dolphins three different times. So say what you want there. The answers, first two questions are James Harrison and Jason Taylor. Question three, this hall of fame offensive lineman was the ninth overall pick in the 1993 draft. He went on to play 11 seasons in the NFL and added two seasons in the arena league. We can check in Josh. Okay. Josh and Cribs has checked in. What two weeks six? You may talk it out. Okay. Hall of Famer drafted in 93. Played what? Played 11 seasons in the NFL. Mm-hmm. It's going to go until 2004. Then he played two years in the arena league. That's yeah. That's that feels like something I should know, but it's just not <laughs> coming to my head. Um, I mean, offensive lineman in that era is like I don't know. I'm just thinking of dominant guys like that played at that time, like Willie Rofe, or mm-hmm. um, they answered pretty quickly. In that, now that I said Larry Allen, mm. that kind of makes me think that it might be him but I honestly can't remember when he got drafted uh, Larry Allen for the yeah. Cowboys. Um, is it, is, is your gut Larry Allen sounding better and better? No, no. Okay. <laughs> then no, I'm just yeah. trying to get a read on air yeah. right now. Uh... Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. You're good. I just, I don't have many thoughts on it. I wish I wish, wish I was more help. Um, he's a hall of famer. So he's, he is a Hall of Famer because, like, there are certain years where you know guys like like Orlando Pace was yep. ninety five, yep. uh, Walter Jones was ninety seven, uh, ninety three. I there, don't know. Is I, there is there is there any consideration to the Vikings offensive lineman? Um, um, just just trying to think through op- scenarios here. I I know there's I know there's someone. I know you, you, you sparked something and yeah. I'm, I'm thinking really hard about that. Um, I don't know. I think, uh, I don't know. Larry Allen just doesn't seem right mm. to me. I'm going to go with my first guess. Yeah, let's, let's just go with it. And, we'll we'll check on. in with, yeah, we'll check in with Will, Willie Rofe. Okay. Watsui takes has checked in with Willie Rofe. Mm-hmm. Josh and Cripps. Ninth pick, 93 draft is Lincoln Kennedy. Out of Washington. One team will be getting points with that one. It is Lincoln ah. Kennedy. That's embarrassing. <laughs> also a person, so it's. Uh. Oh, that's uh, you know, I went to come up with that question if I wasn't uh, listening to Fox Radio <clears throat> and on the weekends and hear his name and his his bad takes. Yeah, bad takes. Bad dad. <laughs> Father <clears throat> of Zach Banner who, if you notice, doesn't have his last name because, again, dirtbag. But anyways. <laughs> hey, question four. This player was the 40th overall pick by the Seattle Supersonics in 1970. 
went a 15-year career with four different teams, averaging a whole 8.7 points and 7.5 rebounds per game. And he also held the single-season double-double record at Oklahoma until Blake Griffin broke it. All right, we're going to check in. Okay, uh, Josh Kribb checked in. Lock sweepstakes. Mm-hmm. Talk it out. <sighs> I don't know, Marcus. Yeah. I, I've, I've been saying that a few times this game. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I can't. I can't pull anyone that, com- that matches our theme. What we think the theme is. Yeah, with the the, the theme I'm trying to work through. Yeah. Um, also, just naming Sonics from that era. This statistically, it doesn't match up. Because then, because then, 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 fifteen years, four different teams. The stats were eight. Yeah, eight and seven. Yeah, eight point seven, seven point five. It's like, yeah, that's a. I mean, that's a role player. And like, if I'm, and with four teams, he he might not have been on the championship Sonics team. So yeah, because you think of guy mm-hmm. like like Spencer Haywood is in that era, but mm-hmm. that dude was that dude was averaging more than that. Mm-hmm. Um, immediately he said Oklahoma and I immediately went to a name that does also doesn't fit that. I was thinking of, 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 uh, Wayman Tisdale, but that, uh, mm-hmm. man, I'm not gonna, gonna, yeah. So let's, uh, we just punt on it. And... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's punt on it. Hey, watch we six is punting Josh and Cribs. I had no idea. Josh had no idea. 70 Sonics players? No. We went with uh, Smith. I knew him better with the Suns in 76 when they went to the finals against Boston. That, that's still there. Scar heard. So uh, he went on to coach really badly in the NBA. What was his name? Gar. Coach, uh, Gar- Garfield Hurd. Gar- Garfield Hurd. Ah. So the theme answers are James Harrison, Jason Taylor, Lincoln Kennedy, and Garfield Hurd. Uh, question five. This set of sisters were the first to win the doubles championship in the U.S. championship. Then we get 109 years before the Williams sisters did it. Where's Matt when you need him? We're talking old, old school. Old, old, old school. Yeah, we're, we're checked in. Josh Cribbs checked in. Watch sweepstakes. Talk it out. Oh, <laughs> all right. So, uh, we're looking for sisters. Um, yeah. You said Mary. <laughs> you said Mary Pierce, and I was like, I don't know if she had a sister. <laughs> Maybe she may have had a sister. <laughs> she may. She may not have played sister, tennis, yeah. but she. May... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't even know if she was that old. One hundred nine. <laughs> I mean, she wasn't that old when she played. <laughs> Okay, so um, based off of what we think the theme is, uh, what do you, what do you, what do you have? I don't know if I'm going to come off of that name. Do you want to just go with Pierce? Do you want to say Pierce and call it? Yeah, if if what you just sent me is right, what? Yeah. What? <laughs> okay, <laughs> we'll say we'll check in with Pierce. Okay, uh, lots of we take checks in with Pierce, uh, Josh and Cribs. So just to point out, uh, I mean, it could be a Pierce. It wouldn't be Mary Pierce. 
Uh, and her, if she has a sister who plays, oh, they're related. She played in <laughs> mid nineties to the mid. Oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not and not the eighteen nineties <laughs> to the nineteen aughts. Well, um, that shows it you- could be. It could be great, great, great grandmother hey. and. Hey, that that shows you how much I've paid attention to when that names come up. Um, well, so from the theme we have, we had a few choices to guess from. Um, so we are going to cross our fingers and say Roosevelt. One team will be getting points. It was the Roosevelt sisters. They were the first cousins of the FBR. <laughs> what? Oh, they were actually like first cousins? Wow. That's insane. <sighs> okay, both, both both teams checked in with the with the, the theme. Uh we had Josh and Cribs after question three and uh Watt sweepstakes after question four. Uh who wants to how do we do this? Who goes first? So uh, I'll I'll go. Um yeah. We, we, I was, we, Josh was on it quick. He said presidents' names. Um, after the first two, I thought maybe they were all, they all went to the Mac because <laughs> uh, Jason Taylor and James Harrison both played in the same college football conference. So I was off a little bit. Um, and so we were presidents, we waited another question. And then it's, it was clear that we went with, I mean, one of my favorite things is presidents and how they die. Um, even the ones that have not died um, in office, but we went with presidents who have died in office. Okay. Uh, Josh Griggs goes with presidents who died in office and walked sweepstakes. Yeah. Um, we were on presidents. It sounds like about the same time uh, we, we submitted that. And then he told us that we needed to be more specific. And so after we got that, we said presidents who died in office. And both, both teams will be getting their points for that one. Um, I almost asked, instead of Garfield, heard a McKinley boxing question. So Josh might have been able to get that one. <laughs> maybe, maybe. It's possible. That's... Something like a offensive lineman on the last Minnesota football team that won a Big Ten championship who went on to become the athletic director that hired Clem Haskins. Whew, something yeah, like that. <laughs> whew, that, that. That would have been a little... I mean, no more of a stretch than Garfield heard, but that's still a pretty good stretch. That's a tough one. All right. So after the second quarter, um, we have a weird thing happening because after the tailgate, uh, Watt sweepstakes had half of Josh and Cribs' points. After the first quarter, they had half the amount of points. And this is staying true because Watt sweepstakes has 140 points. And Josh and Cribs has 280. So they are on the 50% train right now. Which <laughs> All right, Marcus, wait, keep us up. bode well, I guess. We want to stay right there. All right. That, uh, that brings us to halftime. It is now time for the halftime show. There will be five entertainment questions pertaining to sports, with each question worth 20 points. Question one. One of my favorite USA Network shows was Burn Notice. One of the main characters, Sam X, used the pitcher's name as an alias. The pitcher was a 200-game winner with the Angels, Cleveland, and the Cardinals. Name that pitcher. 
this was like a hundred percent a show that like would always come on and it would like be on in the background but i i like i know stuff about the show like actors and stuff but this is just something that ugh. angels cleveland and cardinals no time frame though correct spiders <laughs> it better not be oh are you kidding me that would be so cool it would be cool, but it's not the it same. Wasn't team. yeah, that wasn't the same team. They weren't they weren't ever the spiders, but yeah. So no, that's why it bothers me. No, no, I I just want it to be that because once that got put out there, I'm thinking of all the nice hat designs that they oh, could have. Absolutely. If if it, if if it was if it was just like oh we're gonna go with the spiders or whatever that's fine, but everyone thinks it's like oh they used to be the spiders. Right, Let's go right. back to the spiders. I don't like it because like because like I I've had Richmond. Uh, apparel in my cart like multiple times and i just haven't pulled the trigger but i would love yeah anyways it should bring back the WNBA team name cleveland rockers that would be all right i think i like the nap especially because of that uh i especially because of that uh what is that disco night and oh geez yeah they should totally do that. Night. And then they have, and then, you know, opening pitch, they have Shawn Michaels and, uh, and Marty, Marty Gennetti. Yeah, absolutely. See, we're, we should be on Cleveland, Cleveland baseball team. Hire us as your, you know, uh, think tank. Yeah, exactly. There a 200 game winner. Huh? I, I might give you a hint. Left handed. Yeah. I, I, I yeah. You want to go with that? He was a lefty. Okay. Yeah. Let's check it in. Okay. Okay. Watch we Things has checked in. Josh and Cribs can talk it out. I mean, if we go for the, like, what'd you say, 90s to 2000s? I'm thinking somewhere in there. Yeah. I mean, I just don't think it can be too far back for it to be relevant for burn notice fans. Okay. Maybe so... eight, maybe 80s, 90s odds, somewhere in there. Who's, uh, who's an Angels pitcher from, like, maybe mid 90s? Lefty? Chuck Finley? Did he go play anywhere he played, else? He played for the Indians. Did he? I, I, I only oh, yeah. I I only view him as a angel. I know he went other places. I just don't picture where you I only I only see him as an Indian because I, as being a White Sox fan. Okay. I, I do know of him, so and I don't think if he wasn't on the Indians, I probably would not know of him. He probably has two hundred wins, don't you think? I, I don't know much about him, to be honest. I mean, he, I think he spent most of his career in with the Angels, I think. Okay. Early 2000s, he was with the with the Indians. Yeah, I think most, like a good chunk of the 90s, he was with the... Okay. He was with the Angels. That, that checks two of the three teams. I, I can't think of any other lefties off of that era, uh, Angels, who would have been a decent enough pitcher to get 200-plus wins, maybe. Um. Well, should we go with it? I have no clue if it's right. It's. I'm okay. With you it. said you know him from the Indians, so that's at least two of the three. Yeah. All right. We're gonna Definitely. check in with Chuck Finley. Okay, Josh and Cribs checks in with Chuck Finley. What sweepstakes? So I initially had sent over the name uh, Steve Finley to Marcus, who is someone else entirely. But I had this. I, this yeah, the, I was like, uh, I know the outfield. Yeah, yeah outfield I forgot. I just like that. This as soon as you even read the question, this this baseball card I had growing up just stuck out in my mind of of a a lefty pitcher on the Angels. I had no idea he pitched for the Indians. No idea he pitched for the, the Cardinals. But 
just saw this baseball card. And once you said he was a lefty, that was enough to go on. Uh, so we also checked in with Chuck Finley. And both teams will be getting points. It is Chuck Finley. He won exactly 200 games. He was 20173 mm. for those three teams. And uh, Sam Axpert mentioned in the spinoff movie that he won a lot of money betting on Chuck Finley. So <laughs> that's why he took the name Chuck Finley. I wouldn't have got there without the left-hander because I was just trying to think of pitchers, but then that kind of narrowed it in a little bit at least. Oof. Good, good thing we're keeping with the 50% thing. Thank you. Question two. The Super Bowl winning man who was born in Austin, Minnesota, is the first coach to host SNL. He did it in January of 1982. He took the train home after taping. We're checked in. Okay, uh, Tasha Gibbs is checked in. Watch sweepstakes. Yeah, Minnesota means nothing. Uh, <laughs> it means nothing to me, excuse me. Jeez. Uh, yeah, oh, I, I, clar- I clarified. <laughs> We're flyover hey, country. Hey, it's hey, all right. Hugh, Hugh, you'll appreciate this. Josh and I had a nice discussion about Minnesota Golden Gopher receivers uh, earlier today. On the we did. Marcus section. was wrong, but. You know. I mean, hey, it's just a love thing. <clears throat> I know I'm wrong, but I just enjoyed. So to let everybody in, <laughs> it was a discussion about Tyler Johnson and Rashad Bateman on who's the better wide receiver. And. Uh, they're both I they both have special places in my heart so it that saying one's better than the other is you know yeah okay so anyways all right so he hosted in 82 um I mean the most successful coach of the previous era was Chuck Knoll and I don't know if that's like some kind of hidden theme or something that there'd be two Chucks is he gonna go is he gonna go back to back Chucks right yeah, you know, we had the Chuck thing earlier that we were talking about, which is funny, but some other, some uh, other, some other. I mean, if he's if he's hosting in '82, um, is it, does, that, does that mean he's relevant, like particularly relevant around that time? So Pittsburgh's last championship in the '70s was '79. In '80, '80 was was that Flores? Was that the Raiders in '80? I think the Raiders beat. I think the Raiders beat the Eagles in 80. Um, that would have been Tom Flores. And then they won again in 80, 82. That could be it. I mean, he did just come up in the, you know, because he finally got inducted in the Pro Football mm-hmm. Hall of Fame, Tom Flores. I mean, my years could be off. I'm just, I'm going off the top of my head. Right? Um, I'm just trying to think of big personalities now. Right. Yeah. Someone who could, someone who could host. Big, that's a big part of it. Um, it's not gonna be Bud Grant. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, Super Bowl win. <laughs> ass. Yeah, that was for you. Um, that's for you and Hugh. You're welcome. Um. Gosh, I just, I don't know. I, I, I wish I, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I guess we can go with, you can go with Chuck Noll. You can go with Tom Flores. Tom Flores seemed to have, he's the only one I can think of. I know when I hear this, I'm probably going to be mad at myself for not thinking of it, but yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll spare the, I'll yeah. spare us more waffling. So we'll uh, we'll, yeah, we'll check in with Tom Flores. Okay. Uh, while Sweet Steaks has checked in with Tom Flores, Josh and Cribs. Yeah, this, uh, 
-hmm. And we kind of stumbled upon where we thought it was from the, the took the train home afterwards. Um, I did not know that this uh, gentleman was born in Minnesota, but this is a guy who doesn't like to fly and had a tour bus when he was on Monday night. Oh, I'm so mad. We're pretty sure I, that this is mad. So you're mad. We are, we are checking yeah, in with John <laughs> Madden. One team will be getting points. It is John Madden. I totally forgot. I totally forgot about that train part. At the end of the question, I didn't even th can think about that. It's the first thing that popped in my head. I'm like, that's got to mean something. Yeah. <laughs> well, at first I was like, is it somebody who's like from over in that, you know, in the who lived like in the New England area or something? But then, like, if no. He, I, but, if he would have said bus, <laughs> I would have jumped all over. Well, it. but if he didn't take the bus, right, then. right. No, it's in New York. It's <laughs> obviously yeah, a train, a subway. What? Yeah, but I. Uh, <laughs> that sucks. Okay. Number three, Namdi Asamoah retired from football after an 11-year career with the Raiders and Eagles and became an actor. He appeared on guest spots in many shows, but not his wife's show, a political drama which lasted seven seasons. Name his A-list actress wife. We can check in. <laughs> okay, Watt Sweepstakes has checked in. Josh and Cribs. Isn't this Carrie Washington? Yeah, I believe so. Okay, Kerry Washington for Josh and Cribs and Watt Sweepstakes. Your answer? You had it right. I, I guess I should have said something before. I just said we could check in. You had it right, Trevor. Yeah, it's yeah, it's Kerry Washington. Yeah, they met backstage at the player race that Kerry was in when uh, they went to when uh, Namdi went to go see the show with another friend. Okay, question four. 1943 movie about a Heisman Trophy winner that became a successful Navy pilot during World War II. It starred a player who's number 54 is retired by that by his school. Name that player. So you're you're saying he starred in a movie about himself? About himself, yeah. Yeah, he did. Okay, <laughs> thank you. That that helped a lot. Sports movies from the 40s, not my. You you don't you haven't no. gone back to that far into the catalog? No. I didn't know they they was there was there sound. Yeah, I do believe the talkies, the talkies already started, started already by, right. the, by the, <laughs> the talkies. Um I mean, not not a whole lot earlier, I don't think, but you know. How much was it to go to the movies back then? Would Matt know? Uh, uh, a nickel maybe? Maybe <laughs> not nickel. even a nickel. <laughs> Everything was a nickel back uh, then. Seriously, I had a cabbage. <laughs> gum. Well, gum was probably a penny, and you probably got a whole fistful. Engagement of them. ring. Don't do it. <laughs> so, you okay I, with that? Yeah, sure. Nice. All right, we'll check in. All right. This is this is so frustrating. So to go back to an episode where I did a David and Goliath of all Heisman winners, I've looked at this list very and in that era of time. So obviously I don't think it's the 43 winner. I don't think he won the Heisman and they were just like, hey, let's yeah. just do it <laughs> right now. Yeah. yeah, I feel like it had to have been a few years earlier. There was a ton of I can name like all the army guys that won right around that time. Mm -hmm. And Davis and and uh, Doc Richard. Uh, 
gosh, but there's, I know there, you said it's like an Italian sounding name and I think you're right. That, I think it's okay. Because like, obviously I would assume that it's Navy, right? Yeah. Or, yeah. well, I guess, no, they all could have been drafted. Yeah. It, there's, I don't know if it's necessarily armed forces, but. Yeah, the, you're right. It doesn't necessarily have to be. They could have been drafted. It doesn't have to be an army need. So that opens up like Notre Dame and the, and the four horsemen. That, um, the, the, the four horsemen era was my thought, but I can't, I honestly can't tell you more than that. Whatever you say, we'll, we'll go with. So I don't know. Damn it. I know it's some. All right. I'm just, we're just going to check in with um, Archetti or something like that. Yeah. Archetti. Okay. Watch Sweet Six checks in with Archetti, Josh and Cribs. Um, you probably don't know this. And I'm the only one of the four of us who probably would know it. If I told you, if I asked you who's the only Golden Gopher to win a Heisman Trophy, would you be able to answer that, Marcus? Oh, duh, blah, blah. <laughs> no, your host. I should have gone there. No, I think the name's on the tip of my tongue, but I can't pull it because I've looked back that far. So the only reason I know this is because I am a Golden Gopher, and you just know you hear these things about, mm. you know, the previous generations of you know players and things like that. Uh, I'm almost certain that this is Bruce Smith from the University of Minnesota. I, I too hope to one day star in a movie about myself playing myself after winning the Heisman trophy. And being <laughs> no, no, no. Just in world general. war two pilot. No, oh, no. no, just in general. Oh, question five. What team's baseball hat does Bill Murray wear in the movie space jam? Just check that in. That's fine with me. Okay, we'll check it in. Okay, Watt Sweepstakes has checked in. Josh and Cribs. Pretty sure that's the Saints there. Was he wearing a, a, a St. Paul I'm Saints? pretty sure. I mean, I know he's a, you know, he's a what, cold. It wasn't a them. Cubs head. I know that was the first thought, but it's not It's not a blue head. It's a, He's got a black hat on backwards. It's a black hat. And then at the end... He's got it on forwards when he's sitting with Larry Bird. And it's it's the STP logo? It's an S something. Okay. Uh, I mean, I don't, I'm fine with that. You, I, you don't really see it great. At um, least not that I, I don't. I don't have it handy. I mean, I could grab one of the St. Paul Saints hats <laughs> and go to you and see if that's what you think. If that's the logo, but. Yeah. Because what year did the. Space Jam was like early 90s. Mid nineties, ish. I think the Saints were around by then. Was he involved with them from the very beginning? I think so. Then, he was. He was involved. Then I would go with that. All right, we'll check in with the St. Paul Saints. Josh and Josh and Cribs checked in with the St. Paul Saints. What sweepstakes? I'm a huge Space Jam fan, and I didn't know this one, um, but I. Just know that Bill Murray has worn Xavier hats before. That's not a team as much as it is a university, uh, but that's all I had. So we uh, checked in with Xavier. One team will be getting points. It is the St. Paul Saints. Uh, as you can see, I'm taught, giving the pep talk at the fourth quarter. You can see the logo very plainly, and he turns it around. Um, 
they were an independent team until this year where they're going to be a triple a team yeah so our our scores it by eric and i getting that last question we broke the trend it was there if we would have both gotten it wrong but um it is 180 to 380 so no longer is it the 50 percent We'd like to take a minute to invite you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at BenchwarmersTP. We also have a Facebook group for fans of the pod called The Bench. Join us there to comment on the latest episodes and share cool sports facts and trivia. If you'd be willing to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher, we'd greatly appreciate the support so that other people may find this podcast. Thanks! And... Third quarter is Pick and Roll. Pick and Roll. For this quarter, there will be three lists containing ten items. The team that is trailing coming into the quarter will choose the first list and attempt to identify ten items. If the team does not correctly identify all ten items, the other team can attempt to finish this list out. The team leading at the beginning of the quarter will select the second list, and whichever team is trailing after the first two lists will get the third list. Each item is worth 10 points. I have three lists. The first 10 unique AP football champions, the first 10 unique World Series champions, and the first 10 unique NCAA basketball tournament champions. Oh boy, all old school. Would Matt have just cleaned up in this game, or is this like with all the old school here? Like, man, no, I, it's good. I appreciate this because I think it's important to understand the history of it. And sometimes it's so recent; everything's recent. Like, you would you would be amazed at like how many kids that I coach that don't even know like guys from like they're they're like who's Terrell Owens? Oh my word! They, they you know don't what I mean? Like they don't—they don't know—they don't know even that recent of history of people. It's crazy. I'm like, you should understand like the grades. Well, anyways, all right. What do you want to do, Trevor? What do you um, feel the best about? Yeah, yeah. World Series. I'm not sure. I feel best about baseball. Okay. Uh, yeah. I don't know how. Don't know how. Yeah. Don't know how what we'll do, but I feel best about it. Okay. Let's do it then. Whatever you feel best about, let's let's make the best of it. Um, so a uh, clarifying question though, real quick. Is this like I like we're picking that, but is this like since it's been called the World Series, are we just doing like from from nineteen oh from the nineteen the modern World Series? Okay. Not back in the eighteen hundreds. Right. So not, what's the year exactly? Nineteen oh three was the first. I'll give you the first year for each of the other two lists too. Okay. Thank you. So we are picking uh, World Series champions. First 10 World Series champions. All right, so you want to go with uh, those 10? Let's do it. All right, ready to check in. Okay. Watch Sweepstakes has checked in with their 10. Go. All right, our 10 are the Cubs, the Red Sox, the White Sox, the Braves, the Yankees, the Giants, Cleveland, Tigers, Athletics, and Cardinals. You got eight of the ten. You got Boston, won in 1903, 1912, 1915, 
1916, and 1918. The Giants won in 1905, 1921, and 22. The White Sox in 1906 and 1917. The Cubs in 1907 and 1908. The Athletics in 1910, 11, and 13. The Braves in 1914, the Indians in 1920, and the Yankees in 1923. There are two, two teams left. I have a quick clarification question. Yes. Um, well, they've already had theirs in. So are the Americans and the Braves the same team? The Americans are the Red Sox. Americans were the Red Sox. Oh, got it. Okay. So they are in the same. Got it. Yeah. Okay, so there's two teams left. So what are you thinking? Well, we uh, what do we have from our? We don't have much. You had pirates. Pirates, I think. I think they there. were. I think they were one of those first five or six. They lost the first one, didn't they? So I they had remember. to have. They had to have been back and won in that time. I mean, I've definitely looked at the top of this list before. I think the pirates are, like I said, in that kind of top five or six. I here. I just I know the pirates lost in the first World Series to the Americans. That um, I know without a doubt. Then we have trying to remember other the Reds. Oh, they, were, they might they, they might were around then, right? Yeah, they've been around like since the get go. So let's go. I like them better than the Senators because I don't think okay. the Senators won until later. Okay, so let's go Pirates and Reds. Pirates and Reds. Yeah, yeah. I'm okay with that. Hey, checked in with Pirates and Reds in 1909. The Pittsburgh Pirates beat the Detroit Tigers. And in 1919, the Cincinnati Reds were the team that beat the Black Sox in the 1919 World Series. The next seven in order are the, the Senators, the Cardinals, Tigers, Dodgers, Orioles, Mets, and Phillies. So the Mets won a World Series before one of the original 16 won. Wow. And that was the Phillies were the last team of the original 16 hmm. to win a World Series. Okay, uh, Josh and Cribs, which list would you like? Football began in 36, basketball began in 39. Okay, you want to go with football? Yeah, I'm, I'm I, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, uh, Josh and Cribs, you've gone with football. All right, so um, we're checking in. Let's hear your list. Well, Minnesota is definitely on that list, so. So I'm going to say Minnesota and then let Eric say a bunch of names. All right. So Minnesota was one. And then we have uh, Army, Pittsburgh, Texas Christian, Texas A&M, Notre Dame, uh, Michigan, the Ohio State University. No, they were only Ohio State <laughs> University back then. Robert Smith wasn't there yet. That's with a small T and a small U. <laughs> I think that's, that, that leaves the last two then, Josh. Okay, well, I know Michigan State won one somewhere down there, and I went there my freshman year, so we're going to say Michigan State. And for some reason, I have Oklahoma. I had that one rattling around in my head, so we're going to go with Oklahoma as the other. So, oh, you got nine. Hmm. Number number one, Minnesota, 1936, 40, and 41. Number two, Pittsburgh, 1937. Number three, TCU, 1938. Number four, Texas A&M, 1939. Number five, little T, OSU, small U, Ohio State. 
Number six, 1943, 46, 47, and 49 would be Notre Dame. Number eight, Michigan. And number nine, Oklahoma. The only have left is number 10. Uh, Michigan State was number 11. Mm. Like I said, I, I, I knew it was somewhere back there. I just didn't know where. <sighs> awesome, awesome, awesome. So we got one. Do you, did you, in your list, did you have any that they didn't say? I have a few names written down, but. Okay. Let's I mean, hear them. and then we'll see if they match up with what I have in my head. So what year are we looking for here? Like 19, was it like 1953 ish? 1951. That's what you're looking for. 51. Okay. I wrote down the California schools, USC, US, UCLA. It, did Stanford cross your mind at all? No, they didn't. Okay. Do you, I mean, okay. It's something that I okay. thought of because I know they had some weird. Yeah. They, I mean, the the Pac Eight or whatever it was. This is weird. They they had some weird years, and yeah. whenever whenever the Pac the Pac Twelve they play each other, you always see some like random time. They're like, oh hey, exactly. back here yeah. they they. Won I I, did, I, thought, I guess I thought of UCLA and USC because they have some probably some Heisman winners from way back in the day. I've seen old black and white clips of UC, USC and UCLA playing. Um, okay. I don't know. I don't know the answer. We can go with USC. That's That seems reasonable to me. Let's go with that. Watch we take Jackson with USC. Number 10 on the list. The first, well, A&M's in the SEC now, but the first team that was in the SEC when they won the championship, Tennessee, 1951. Okay. Yeah, I would. Would have not that was that was not anywhere in my brain that Tennessee would have been up there. The, the next the next ten were Michigan State as mentioned, Maryland, Auburn, LSU, Syracuse, Bama, USC, Texas, Nebraska, and Georgia. So the first ten on the list took fifteen years to compile those first ten. The next ten took twenty nine years. So. Okay, that leaves, I think uh, you're still behind what the first 10 unique NCAA basketball champions starting with 1939. All right, here we go. I'll send you what I have so far, uh, Trevor. And we'll All right, sounds good. Work off of that. What was the first year of this, by the way? Just the end of 39, yeah. 39, 19, okay. okay. 39 was the first year. Okay. All right, I think we're going to reluctantly uh, check in with our 10. Okay, <laughs> what? Sweepstakes has checked in your your list. I'm gonna preface this with, man, the the 40s is dark for me as far as the knowledge of it, other than a couple of things. So hopefully some of these hit. All right, so we are choosing Oregon, Kentucky, Kansas, Wisconsin, Texas Western, San Francisco, Princeton, UCLA, North Carolina, and for you to Minnesota. If only. You got three. Three, nice. You got three. Oh, you got, hell yeah. You got the first winner, the Ducks, yeah. Oregon. The third winner in 1941, Wisconsin. And number nine in 1948, 49, and 51, the University of Kentucky. Cool. Mm. Not that bad. Not that bad. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I knew it was going to be bad, but I didn't That's think it would be that bad. You, you, well, you took three that we can't say no. So, you Ooh, know. Yeah, great. 
No, I said this list was going to be tough because there's going to be a lot yeah, of totally. random, yeah. random, yes. random schools on there. I think Indiana won the second one. I yeah, they're up there. Yeah. Um. So we had you said Holy Cross. I know they won one very early. As far as how early, when I say very okay. early, it could have been so the we, 60s. We have seven me. we can submit. So and we don't even have seven at the moment. So we have Indiana. We had Stanford. Utah, Holy Cross, and then you had Oklahoma AM. I said Oklahoma State. So I, I don't know if those are the same school. Okay. Like, like uh, I they said, probably I, I would go with yours because they were probably called AM back then. They 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 were when they, they won that what okay. I was referring to because I know they're the, the first school to ever win back to back championships. Okay. The only so I thought I, I thought I saw I thought I remember when I was looking at a list, it said Oklahoma State. So my guess is they're probably they probably changed their name at some point. But if they were AM when they won, we should probably go with that. Okay. Um so we have Indiana, Stanford, Utah. Oklahoma A&M and Holy Cross. So that's the five that we had that we felt we've, we felt we've seen on the list before. Yeah. Like we've, so we have two more we can come up with. Oh, geez. Kansas. Um, they said Kansas. Did they? Okay. Yeah. Um, um, well, so you said some school in New York. There is a New York city school that won a championship. As far as their name, I have no idea. And it's not like a, a, it's it's not it's not like NYU. No, or... no, no. It's just like the, I th- I want to say it's something generic like College of New York. It's something weird like that. Do you just want to have? Do you just want to say College of New York and I mean, see it, what? At this point, it we either have an inkling or we pick random names. Okay. So if that's at least an inkling. I just oh. you want to go College of New York, or New York City College. I don't know. It's something so generic, and I can't. I wish I could remember the name. Of it. Do you want to say New York City College? Yeah, let's go with that. Okay. Okay. So then we need one other name. Is there any other weird one-offs that I like? Nothing's jumping out at me anymore. Like Cincinnati. I, I, you want to throw Ohio State in there? Do you want to throw Michigan? I don't know. Yeah, those early winners weren't like I think until you got to like Kentucky when Kentucky started being an early dominant with you know the whole yeah Adolph Rupp teams and that like there was there wasn't a lot of consistent obviously like the Oklahoma and AM who were back to back, but I think after beyond that there's a whole bunch of ones, ones, ones. And yeah, um let's go Michigan. Okay. So we are going to check in with Indiana. Stanford, Utah, Oklahoma A&M, New York City College, and Michigan. Okay. Number two, Indiana. Number four, Stanford. Number six, Utah. Number seven, Oklahoma A&M. I would have taken Oklahoma State, so you've been right either way. In 45 and 46, and that's it. Because... City College of New York is what you were thinking of. Ah. That's number 10. Number five, a second mention in this show for Wyoming basketball. Wyoming. University of Wyoming won in 1943. And Holy Cross, you were on Holy Cross, in 19, and they won in 1947. So how many is that? So, so you, got, you got four. But didn't we said Holy Cross, didn't we? 
Is it? Yeah. Did you say Holy Cross? Okay. I must have missed that. Yeah. We got five. Unless I forgot to say it when we checked okay. in. It was definitely in our bunch that we talked about. Okay. You only checked in with the, yeah. Holy Cross. Sorry, with the Holy so Cross. Indiana, Stanford, Utah. Indiana, Stanford, Utah, Oklahoma A&M, Holy Cross. We said New York City yeah. College. Yeah. And Michigan, Michigan. Well, we would have put yeah. in our seven. So, and Holy Cross was definitely one yeah. of the ones. Okay, so yeah, you got five. Uh, so, so, not New York City next, College, next, City College of New York. New York, and they won the NIT that year too. What? As year they, they <laughs> you can play so in they, both tournaments. They played one, and then they played the other. <sighs> they didn't so they play cheated. at the same time back then. All right, so we got five. Right, so we got five. And then so the, the next. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. The next 10 were Kansas, LaSalle, San Francisco, North Carolina, Cal, Ohio State, Cincinnati, Loyola of Chicago, UCLA, and Texas West. How many times do you think uh, two times Wyoming, Wyoming basketball would be mentioned on a bench warmer show? When you said Wyoming in the first question, the only thing I knew was Larry Nance Jr. And I was just really hoping that that's where that question was going to go. Hey, did Chauncey Billups go to Wyoming? I thought he went to Colorado. Yeah. Colorado. I think he did. Colorado. He went to Colorado. Yeah. Because yeah. that was my, uh, that was my I'm dumb answer earlier when, when we were trying to come up with the piston. And of course, he was not on that early of a team. There's somebody else who went to Wyoming that, God, I can't put my finger on it. Josh Allen. Might he might be a borderline elite quarterback. Josh Allen. <laughs> yeah. He's a bad he's... Oh, God. The I mean, if, leading if, passer if, if you if when you say elite, they said borderline. They did say borderline. Oh, okay. Well, like and McDonald's is borderline gourmet, so uh, whatever. <laughs> hey, he made it to the AFC Championship game. Yeah, you yeah, know who else did? Off three times. Mark Sanchez. Almost every quarterback ever. Rex, not, Rex Grossman went to a Super Bowl. Not Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins hasn't been to a, no, a Case, <laughs> you know who else went? You know who else went to a uh, conference championship? Case Keenum. That is true. He did. You know who won a Super Bowl? Trent <laughs> Dilfer. Okay, so let's 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 and let's got, move on and from this. this is, we could continue on that road forever. He probably wishes he uh, didn't go. Ron Jaworski went to a Super Bowl. Okay, after the third quarter, we have the following scores: uh, Watt sweepstakes is at two ninety, and Josh and Cribs is at five forty. That brings us to the fourth quarter. The fourth quarter, known as "Put Your Fours Up." This quarter consists of five categorized questions that teams will wager up to 100 points each, not to exceed their current point total. Here are the categories. We have Gophers, Bulldogs, Huskies, Mavericks, and Beavers. Your Gophers question is baseball. Bulldogs is Olympic hockey. Huskies is football. Mavericks is basketball, and Beavers is college football. It is now time for the teams to place their wagers. The wagers are in. Question one, Gophers. In 1987, former Gopher Paul Molitor had the longest hitting streak in the American League since Joe DiMaggio. How long was that streak? We are going to check in. Okay, I had a feeling... 
Watts, Watts Sweepstakes is going to check in first with that one. Can they talk at all, uh, Josh and Cribs? I'm here for support. Like I think it's, I think it's 39, because I think Pete Rose has one in the 40s. Okay. And I think he was the, I think he was the highest since DiMaggio. Um, and obviously his was National League, so I was trying to remember if his was 39 or if I remembered Molitor's being 39. Like I have seen um, this, so I think I think Pete Rose was in the 40s. So I'm inclined to say 39 game hit streak. What's half of 69? Um, uh, 34 and a half. I like that one better. I don't care. Go with which one. I'm not going to go with your half a 69. <laughs> I'm, I'm more comfortable with my 39. Okay. Uh, so we're going to check in with for uh, 100 points with a 39 game hit streak. Ouch. Josh and Cribs has checked in with 39. What sweepstakes? What you say? Paul Molitor is a brewer great. Uh, I'm invested in his career. We also checked in with 39 games for 100 points. Both teams will be getting their points. This weekend on August 26th against Cleveland, Molitor was in the on-deck circle when Rick Manning hit, scored Mike Felder from second base. It was the first time, I think, in Major League history that the winning run scored by the home team was booed. Number two, Bulldogs. Which UMD Bulldogs from Andover, not Pittsburgh, was the gold medal winning goalie on the 2018 Winter Olympic hockey team. She appeared on Jimmy Fallon, but not on the Disney Channel. Yes, yes. We're checked in. Okay. Josh and Cribs is checked in. What we say? At this point, our chat has devolved into just naming Disney Channel uh, actresses. <laughs> which is a, a trip down memory lane. Uh, this is great. Brenda's song is dating Macaulay Culkin, and it breaks my heart. Oh, God. Ugh, so disappointing. Uh, we don't know. And spoiler alert, we bet zero points. So our, we are checking in with Hannah Montana for zero points. Hannah Montana. Sweet Takes has checked in with Hannah Montana for zero points. Josh and Cribs. Uh, no, I'm not going to let you have this one because, you know, I usually give you crap and I already did give you crap about women. You came up with the last name. I love the Olympics, even women's portion of it. <laughs> I prefer men's hockey, but whatever. Um, you gave me Maddie, which clicks something. And I remember Maddie Rooney being somebody. So we went with Maddie. For Rooney. how many points? For 100. One team will be getting points. It is Maddie Rooney character on the show live and maddie this former washington husky was the first choice in the 1992 draft but due to injuries only played 50 games we can check in what sweepstakes has checked in josh and cribs may talk it out so first pick in the 92 draft out of washington he didn't say a sport did he say a sport uh, it was football what's oh, right. well, in football right. yeah is that too early of draft for you to be on top of? He did, he named the first three picks of the '84 draft. I don't think it's too early for him. Well, <laughs> no, I mean I named two no, and a half first, of the first. <laughs> right, he had two and a half of the first. You had it. 
whatever. I did not. I was not going to get wine cooler. <laughs> <laughs> you have a better name. Yeah. Wine cooler. Uh, sh- All right, you're going to hate me for this. I know the second pick. Of the <laughs> Who's the second pick? Quentin Coriat. <laughs> How do you know that, but not the first pick? I'll get it. Hold on. It was the Colts. Colts had the first two picks. It was Steve Edman. Steve Edman. We're, we're good. Okay. Yeah. How many points? 100. 100. <laughs> okay. Josh and Cribs has checked in with Steve Edman for 100 points. Yeah, uh, I wasn't. I, I was gonna have to leave and go outside and just Jack Nicholson from The Shining style myself if I didn't get if I got two Husky questions wrong in the same game. Uh, yeah, it's Steve Etman. And how many points? One hundred points. Both teams will be getting the points. There's Steve Etman, who's now in Spokane developing real estate. Question four: In one of the worst trades ever made. Who did the Dallas Mavericks give up for Dirk Nowitzki? We'll check in. Josh and Cribs, you may talk it out. I, I didn't know that some other team even had him as an asset, let alone, I don't think he played for anyone else, did he? I don't remember. So, so we're saying late 90s, Mavericks. Was it a draft day where they swapped draft picks? I could, the NBA draft, as far as is keeping track of who's drafted by who is crazy, I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm fine. Chances are, if it's a bad trade, like you gave up this guy for Dirk, it's gonna be somebody random, like like Darko. You know what I mean? It's gonna be just yeah. I know. I'm just just trying to think if I can think of any like younger Kwame Brown, uh, Michael Olawakini. You know what I mean? It could. It's gonna be one of those. Who who are some of the? Who would have been some of the younger? Like, was there one of the Carolina guys who was on? who was drafted by Dallas in the mid-90s, Antoine Jameson. Was he a North Carolina guy? Yes. Was he in was he, where did, who, did, who drafted him? Did he play I in see, Dallas? I see him as a warrior, to be honest. I know, but and I don't... Wizard, and, and a wiz, member of the Wizards. I just I don't know. The Wizards drafted I thought, him. and maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I don't know. That That's the only thing I was trying to come at was I thought one of those North Carolina guys was on the... Okay. Was on the Mavs. That's what I would say, just as a guess. I have nothing else to. I don't know. I don't. I don't think and I'm, I, I'm very well wrong, but that's at least a name to guess. Yeah. All right. We'll check in with Antoine Jameson for 100 points. And what sweepstakes? I had some familiarity with this because <laughs> I I believe the Milwaukee Bucks were the other team involved in this trade, and I just sometimes wish what could have happened if Dirk Nowitzki had ended up with the Bucks. Uh, but there's a couple different guys with this name. So we just checked in with the last name of Trailer for 50 points. Okay, one team will be getting points on this one. The answer is Robert Tractor Trailer. The trade was Trailer tech Trailer for Nowitzki and Pat Garrity who was selected 19th in that draft. They turned around and traded Garrity as part of the package to get Steve Nash. Who was that GM? That good, to good get for Nash. him. That Mavs GM better be in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Just that 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 magic he just whipped up there is uh yeah. that's his that was that's his Sistine that was, Chapel right that there. Was, that wow. was as good a group of trades as there ever have ever been. Last question. In 1962, who became Oregon State's only Heisman trophy winner? 
Marcus. <laughs> Redeem yourself, Marcus. Redeem yourself. Well, he's not a Beavers fan. No, but he's t- he's wrote that that David and Goliath round, and he stared at right. this forever. On. Yeah, hold on. All Heisman Trophy winners. Well, oh, he awesome. obviously didn't look at it well enough for Bruce Smith. The most generic. Nobody did. On the list. <laughs> what's a, what's what's uh let's go with um the Minnesota Miracle Man. <laughs> I'm trying to think. You can't do that. Oh, uh, there you go. You don't even know what that means. <laughs> I know what that means. That's probably the only name that I know. If this all Minnesota. What a lot of people don't know is in uh, Black Panther. That's that was their rallying cry. It was actually about the Mighty Ducks. E Bombay. <laughs> How did you know that's where he was going? <coughs> did he give you a subtle clue in what he I said? said I yeah, he the- said the Minnesota Miracle. Man. <laughs> oh, that means something different to me. Minnesota Miracle. That yeah. that actually leads me to this guy. Well, <laughs> but Eric and I are always yes. on the same wavelength when it comes to that. Oh, yeah, that guy too, but I'd prefer mine. Well, I'm just, that's where I thought you were going because I, I don't understand the any other miracle other than that one. But Well, there was this gentleman that um, was a lawyer and then he got a DWI. Okay. And he, and he, has, and he has a new show coming out, apparently. Are you guys checked in? Sure. We're checked in. We're checked, we're checked in. Checked in. Go ahead, guys. Okay. Dustin okay. Crimson's checked in. <laughs> Got off on this big tangent, yeah. and I haven't even. I'm like sitting here agonizing, and I haven't even asked. Uh, hey, so Trevor, you, what do you got on this? If it were possible to have negative percent, uh, okay, of, a, of an idea. Here's what I know: unofficial, uh, a low key running back. You there at a at a Oregon State. You had Ken Simonton. You had Stephen Jackson. You had Ivanson Bernard. You had Jaquiz Rogers. Lot. I mean, they, they, and those guys were all like back to back to back to back. They just had this incredible run of running backs. But that was, you know, forty years after what we're looking for. Jaquiz, think- dad could have just. Uh... <laughs> I honestly, I think his last name starts with a B, and I don't. I just can't. I, I really don't know. I think it starts with a B, though. But I, we can, we can. Uh, Whatever. Just. A, ra- a random last name that starts with B, and we'll see what happens. We have two of them. If you want, you want you want the other one that we didn't go with. No, no. Uh, okay. Both of ours start with B. Let's go. They both with, start with B. Uh, let's go with. We'll check in with Barnes. And for how many points? Forty points. Uh, Watt Sweetstakes has checked in with Barnes for forty points. Josh and Cribs, what's your answer? We had it. We had it down to. Um, it's been a very Minnesota heavy episode. So I figured why not continue it? Um, and I know he was a good minor league hockey player. He was so close to the NHL and then a knee injury took him out. Um, but we went with the Minnesota miracle man, Gordon Bombay. For how many points? Uh, 100. No team getting points. Oh, the correct answer, Terry Baker. Oh my God. And, oh. and he's an answer to another trivia question. He is the only Heisman trophy winner play in the final four wait for it <laughs> who the game has come to an end and here are the final scores Watt sweepstakes finishes with 500 points and our clipboard captain of the game who is receiving the coveted chris striebler award with 640 points is josh and cribs congratulations yay
Thanks. Well, um, before I uh, pass it off to you, to you guys, I just wanted to take a moment and um, thank you for putting together uh, our game today and joining us and, and hosting. Um, you did a great job. Us old guys on the pod, which there's a couple of us, appreciate some uh, uh, trivia that goes back pre-2000s, you know, pre-millennia. So um, appreciate that. And Trevor, thank you very much for uh, being available and joining us uh, kind of at the last minute um, and for being uh, a Patreon subscriber. We, uh, we can't appreciate you and the rest mm-hmm. of the people who are willing to float us a few bucks to, to help make this thing happen. So yeah. thank you guys both. Trevor, anything you want to say before we call it a day? No, I'm I'm happy to um, continue to support Benchwarmers, um, and yeah, thanks to you for stretching my sports trivia knowledge. I mean that that 1930s, 1940s football and basketball is just not something I think about a lot. So I appreciated that game because it challenged me in a new way. So yeah, I was always happy to be on. And Hugh, anything you want to say? Thanks for having me. Um, I'm looking forward to getting back on stage when uh, this COVID thing is over on Thursday night, that huge theater. Stay patient, everyone, and have a good time. All right. Uh, Marcus, you got anything? Yeah, uh, Trevor, it was uh, awesome to be teammates. I think we have uh, the same uh, sense of humor and uh, kind of uh, knowledge base, which hurt us, but uh, that was a lot of fun. And, Hugh, I I actually do appreciate going back in the annals of history for some of this stuff because I, like we talked about, I think, before the podcast – I think it's important to understand the history and uh, it's a nice reminder to, uh, you know, widen the spectrum of uh, trivia knowledge. So that was an awesome game. So thank you. Well, thanks to, to both you guys, Hugh. Great game. Um, like everybody said, the older questions, it, it, it hurts my brain to think, um, but that's good. Cause then I'll learn from it. And that's kind of how you get better at all these things. So anybody's like, Oh, I don't know these questions. Just listen. And then all you'll know later for when you go to your local sports trivia or whatever, if that ever happens again. But anyway, um, Trevor, again, thanks for coming on, dude. Short notice. Glad it worked out. Glad you were able to come on and thanks for everything that you do on the Patreon level. Yeah. That's all I got. Thanks for listening to the bench warmers trivia podcast. And until next time, we'll keep the bench warm. That ball hit high and deep. Stretch. Stretch. Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the board. Yes. Yes. Into deep left center for Mitchell. And we'll see you tomorrow night. That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him for producing that music for us. You've been listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at BenchwarmersTP. Going to the Mind Palace. Yeah. yeah. I need a... No. I, need, Dan's I, need on vacation. All, I need an all-inclusive day pass to the Mind Palace. Dan's on vacation. He's got it up on B&B. Nobody took him up on it. The problem is... He was charging too much. <laughs> Like, you can go hang out in the lobby. He's not going to let you get where the books are. You don't and get plus, And plus, I don't know, I don't know how he, uh, I don't know how he organized it or, like, does he do the Dewey Decimal System? Like, I do, I need a good point. Good the card point. catalog, it's just sitting there, you got to rifle through. <laughs> See, 
See, my junk drawer, there is no there's no rhyme or reason to how the stuff is in there. It's just, it's just it's a couple Allen wrenches and a duck sauce packet. 